didn't cut that one off, did we, James? No. I'm no. surprised you didn't. <laughs> I'm over here messing with this phone. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, what episode is this? 20? It's getting It's there. episode 20. Episode 20. I believe I so. I didn't think we'd make Ten. five. Right? Neither did no. I. Wow. You guys did 20. it. Congratulations. That. Thank you. All kind of countries. All kinds of countries that we never even heard of. Like Belarus? That was one of the trivia questions. Was it, no, it wasn't Belarus. It was some small, tiny uh, uh, country right up the, the peninsula of um, uh, Saudi Arabia. I never even heard of it before. Little, tiny, little island. Didn't even show up on a map. I had to Google it. Anyways, welcome to the Danny and James show. I'm Danny. I'm James. This is, uh, once again, this is our 20th episode. We got Jason in the uh, today helping out with uh, producing. Him and uh, Jen fought about who was going to do, who was not going to do it. I won, I won. Yeah, he won. He, he, actually, he lost. He has to come in. <laughs> we also got another guest. <laughs> we got a guest in uh, today, uh, Anthony. Uh, Anthony, what is your last name? Jason never told me that. Uh, my last name is Gent. Gent. Spelled G H E N T. G H E N T. People say Gent, but it's Gent. Gent. Yeah. All right, there we go. I mess up and say that. Yeah. Can't. Um, and you came through us via Jason, correct? Yes. Uh, you guys grew up with each other? Yes, sir. Wonderful. Well, you don't have to call me sir, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was traumatized as a child. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so don't let me traumatize you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I came to school one day and my eyes were watering like all day. Yeah. And nobody asked me nothing. No? But they knew. So it, was, it was something, you know, yeah. it had something to do with home training. <laughs> <laughs> I was, yes, ma'am. All, all I said all day to my teacher, yes, ma'am. Yeah. No, ma'am. They asked me, was I here? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> Are you okay? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Are you okay? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> so, you, so you were prepping for the military at that point? No. Bartow country, grandparents, okay. old school. Yeah. We don't play that. Don't mess around. <laughs> I get it. Well, good for you. Um, so, like I said, you came from Jason. You, you guys grew up with each other, and actually, you guys had a little conversation with James as well, right? Before you, you know, James, you, you kind of came up with James too, right? Uh, yes, I remember him. Uh, I was looking at him a long time, but you know, before the beard and the gray, yeah, stuff. yeah, <laughs> totally looked different from high school. Yeah, small, small town, Bartow, huh? Yeah, small town. <laughs> so we got 95, 96, 97. There we go. Jeez, I'm I was already, and out you of graduated what, like 1980, 79? <laughs> yeah, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was out by 94. Yeah. So, oh man. Yeah. Speaking of that, uh, let's go ahead and get um, branch of service. The years you're in and your MOS, if you don't mind telling us that. Um, right now, uh, my branch of service is uh, Army. Okay. Um, however, I think uh, I got branched off. Uh, you still you stay in your same uh, branch of service. Yeah. But in special ops is pretty much all services. Okay. Uh, as in uh, Army, Marines, Air Force. Uh, Navy, of course, Navy SEALs. Yeah, you no know, Rangers, Special Forces guys, and stuff like that. So, so they got all tied together. Is that what you're saying? Yes. yes. Yeah. Did you know that? I always yeah, thought like, they kept uh, it separate, but no, they they're pulled together. In Special Ops, they're, they're together. They make I, a team. So you might have a was like a, a, you, a might have a, you might have a Ranger sniper. You might have some Special Forces guys. Okay. You have you know a SEAL or you know in Special Ops there's also Delta guys and stuff. Wow, see, I never knew that. But that's we neat. Know, that's good. We yeah. Don't, we don't talk about that. Yeah. Okay, well, then we'll just kind of pass right by that and go to, uh, I guess that was your MOS, too. No. No? Uh, <laughs> I went to Special Ops, and uh, I'm pretty much an enabler. Okay. Um, what that means is we support those guys. 
I see. Um, you know, uh, they don't have thousands of people or hundreds of people when they go places. They have the minimum amount of personnel. Yeah. And uh, most of the reason for them being uh, special ops is they carry out uh, mostly like un- what they call it unconventional warfare. Okay. And unconventional is part of you know being mobile, being able to move and adapt. You need to be you know s- small, small groups, small as possible. Yeah. You might not you might not even have to be like right there with them while right. they're doing stuff, or you might be the only security or whatever that they have. Right. So so you were there to support them. Yes. Yes. That's okay. A, that's 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 pretty. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. Still, I still jumped out of planes and you know really? went through you know a lot of the uh, special ops classes and stuff like that. They they overtrain you. Uh, they're not going to send you anywhere if you're not prepared. Right. If you're not prepared, you're not going to go. Right. Yeah. Understandably. So, yeah, because you, you you said you did fast lining, right? No, I just. I uh, think you did fast, fast rope. Fast rope. Well, yeah. I, uh, look, I'm Air Force, dude. That ain't like that's I just felt, uh, you basic know, stuff. The, the thing I the thing I fell from was the damn bunk. Yeah. <laughs> High dive. So as far as uh, <laughs> me in the Army, the fast roping, I did fast roping uh, as part of air assault. Uh, that's pretty much your sling lining, sling lining. Vehicles, uh, pallets, or whatever, and uh, you know, pretty much fast roping from the helicopter down to the ground. Yeah. Or or anywhere. That got your heart going too, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Was it fun? Uh, yeah, actually, it was more challenging than airborne school. It's more it's, it's more challenging to me than jumping because jumping is over. It's real peaceful. Right. They over tra- they over training for it, but so uh, fast lining and air assault stuff is more. Impact and fast. So I got a question about the airborne. What does a leg mean? <laughs> huh? Probably. I, I know you're Air Force, but yeah. If you got to ask what a leg means, it's probably you. It was, well, that's <laughs> right. I mean, I never never jumped out. So uh, what was what's the meaning of it? Um, just exactly. You know, your your legs, your feet stand yeah. on the ground. Stand on the ground. Yeah. You ain't going anywhere. Yeah, that's like it. I said. Well, the only way your legs take you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Or with the, the when I'm sitting in my chair, it kind of rolls me yeah. around when I'm at Iraq. <laughs> <laughs> Could it be called wheels yeah. at that yeah. point? Yeah. <laughs> wheels, <laughs> chair force, right? Chair force. That's, so I, I never knew that. You know, I've always heard the term leg, leg, leg. I guess it's because you never jumped and you're you're called a leg. Yes. Yeah. Pretty cool. Any injuries while going through school? Jump school? Uh, not jump school. Actually, I was uh, real blessed to. Probably make it over twenty years without getting really almost to twenty years with no injuries as far as jumps. That's awesome! Wow. And uh, airborne school, they overtrain you. It's more, it's more physical. You didn't have to remember a lot. Yeah. But um, I pretty much just gotten, you know, soaked in the tub at night. Yeah. Obeyed instructions. As long as you obey the instructions, you won't get hurt. With water and ibuprofen. Yeah. As yeah. <laughs> long as you do what they say, <laughs> you right. won't get hurt. Everybody get hurt. They don't do what they say. Oh, yeah, well, there you go. If you just listen to what they tell you, right? Correct. A lot of people don't just do that. Just shut up and listen. Yeah, a lot of people don't do that. No. I don't. <laughs> guess that's why I'm still sick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's all right. They'll figure it out. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. So, um, Jason also mentioned that you are now uh, competing in the uh, DOD Warrior Games, correct? Uh, yes, sir. And that's broken up between um, Air Force, get it? Get yes, a team. Uh, Air Force has a team. Uh, Marines have a team. Uh, the Navy, Coast Guard, Special Ops have their own team. And and that's what you're part of, because because uh, I know it, it, is that what your shirt's about? Yes, uh, SOCOM Special okay. Ops. Now I saw something weird on their webpage where they had Georgia, 
as a team? Yes, I'm. I'm. I'm about to, uh, the. Uh, no, I'm, I'm the, not the 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 country. state, but the country of Georgia yes. has a team. So what? really, the Warrior Games is yeah. an annual event, um, and we have countries like not just Georgia. Like this time, we really because it's a uh, virtual the Ukraine. That's uh, right, the Ukraine. That was the other they're one. They're doing it now, but usually we have like other. We have Canada, Australia. Okay. Uh, we have Great Britain. We have. We usually have a lot more uh, countries. But due to COVID, a lot of them, you yeah. know, backed down and stuff like that. Okay. And uh, it's actually, yeah. it has an opening ceremony similar to the Olympics. Wow. Where they, uh, they have a torch lighting ceremony. Somebody bring down a torch. Each country come down. They play each country's national anthem. Oh, yeah. All the athletes, they walk down and people are performing and stuff like that. Right. Hmm. Uh, but since our army is bigger, well, not army, I'm sorry, our military is bigger. Right. Uh, and we always win. Yeah. They separate us down, you know, subdivide us down right. into uh service so it'll be you know more fair so like i believe it's finland they they probably they win rowing yeah okay. uh, or like australia they win like the wheelchair rugby yeah yeah i and saw like, that they had that that looked pretty neat wheelchair oh it's, rugby. it's awesome it's yeah. so fun you gonna play that uh yes it's so how fun. does yeah. that work i i don't know i was watching i was like that looks you pretty get cool. to hit people as hard as you want to With and it's chair? legal um, see i do that. in a wheelchair yeah. yes yes but it's but it's the aspect of it like football as far as like defense, offense. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. The only the only bad thing about it is, if you're not in the chair all the time, mm-hmm. that endurance that, that yeah. you don't have, you know, because we walk all the time. Yeah. If you don't have that a that, bunch that, of legs, that, that arm strength. Yeah. yeah. After about ten minutes, I was smoked. After about ten minutes, oh, I it, bet it was real fun. <laughs> yeah, because those yeah. pictures I saw, those guys, their arms were jacked just from really, you know, yeah. all you, you know what I mean. Pretty, you gotta lift yourself up, and, right? You know, if you're in the chair all the time, absolutely. So, where do they that. where do they you do it virtually at on base? Uh, well, not uh, the wheelchair rugby. Oh, uh, rugby, uh, actually, all the sports usually is in person. Mm-hmm. Uh, this time it was going to be in Orlando at uh, ESPN Wild World of Sports. Oh, okay. Uh, this is just the first, this is the first virtual event only because of COVID. I got yeah. you. But everybody trained, and you know, the big letdown it was supposed to be in May, they pushed it back. Uh, in June, they made a decision, okay, it's good. We're going to have it in September. Everybody, you know, chipped in, Fisher House. You know, they usually take care of lodging, a lot of the logistics and stuff like that. The next thing you know, COVID got a little better. Yeah. They they, um, they canceled it, and they were trying to look at a way to uh, keep motivating us and, you know, yeah, you know, to, to go forward and stuff like that. Yeah, because you train. You, yes, you know, you, wanna, yes, you, you do want to go ahead and, you know, co- compete. Yes, sir. Yes, you know, sir. so that's great that we're able to do that. So what, do you, what has... What are the criteria to be in the Warrior Games? Okay, uh, for Warrior Games, basically, it's for wound, ill, or injured service members. Okay. Um, and each service member, uh, each service has something like the Wounded Warrior Project. Okay. Um, Air, Air Force, they have their own version. The Marines have their own version. Yeah. The Special Ops, we call it the Care Coalition. Okay. Um, I'm, I think they just changed it to uh, Warrior Care Program. Uh, but each each service actually have their own individual uh, program like that for injured people. Yeah. Uh, however, most times people only hear about it because they're getting maybe separated from the military. Yeah. Or um, not the war games, but those programs. But there's other things in those programs. There's, they're also supposed to help you with like uh, stuff that have to do with your uh, disabilities or limitations. Mm-hmm. Or like say if the military or insurance won't pay for something or do something, they also reach out and they get sponsors or you know people that will say, hey, I'll buy you that special chair or special prosthetic, uh, yeah. you know, things like that. Uh, uh, no matter if it's something, anything that the insurance or something won't, 
to take care of. Right. So that that's something you were told about when you separated, or is that something you just kind of find out by going through the VA, or just oh, no, you care. happen upon, you just happen upon it? Uh, care coalition um, is not central to when you get out, as far as like if you retire, yeah. um, or like the wounded word, you can be active duty also. Oh, okay. And uh, you know, speak with any of them. Yeah. And, um, I, I believe the money just come from different uh, allocations if you're yeah. active duty and if you're not. You know, okay. then, then the legal aspect. Of you know making everything legal, yeah. Um, but it's but it's an awesome program uh, because they kind of guide you along. Like when I was getting ready to get out, because I had medical challenges and uh, injuries, they kind of guided me along the process of getting out, like with attorneys and my rights wow. and stuff like that. Going through the legal process instead of you just saying yes, 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 yeah. yes, yes, yes. You know, I asked them for to like appeal, you know, certain you know findings or whatever, you know, and they were telling me. More stuff I was authorized, benefits. And you would have no. never known that. No, no. It, what what they do, they see it all the time. Yeah. So it's easy for them to say, hey, talk to this attorney. Tell them, no, I want my full however many days to get a review by attorney before I sign it. Hmm. Uh, not knowing yeah. that I don't know, you know. Yeah. They present a form, you know, you talk to, usually in the military, they, we tr- sign whatever they tell us. Hey, you need Absolutely. to sign. Absolutely. Pretty much. Sign it. <laughs> yeah. You know, Go ahead and sign, sign that. here. No, oh, okay. You know, I'll sign that. Yeah. You know, Take this us, pill. Okay. A lot of us don't know we have rights to, you know, wait so many yeah. days, have a review by attorney, and then you can appeal certain things. You don't just have to accept, yeah. you know, whatever it is. But after you, after you sign it, though, yeah, you know, it's, 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 it's it, done. It, it's funny because you do say that, you know, in the military, we just joking. Yeah, okay, give me the shot. I'll take it. You know, because they're telling you to take the shot, you yes. know, take this pill. And, and I, I still do that stuff. I was, at, you know, when I was at the doctor, you're like, God, you got to give me that shot in the stomach again. You know, all right, give it to me, you know. And she says, well, you know, you don't have to take it. You can refuse it. I'm like, I can refuse the shot? you serious? Right. And, you know, I never knew that, you know, because like you said, in the military, you're all right, line up, take it. And yeah. it just kind of stuck with me, you know, just, all right, this is going to help me. I'm going I'm to take it. But that's like a line of cattle. Shot. Just line up. Yeah. Just line up and go through <laughs> your process. Well, yeah. They make sure we know we're in a contract. When it's, yeah. You know, if there is some friction, they let you know that, hey, you're in a contract. Yeah. We own you. Yeah, you're government. You're right. <laughs> yeah, government property. So there you go. Government, government property. property. Yes. Yeah. We'll do what we want with you. <laughs> so, you, so you started in the army, yes. right? And when did you go in? Long time ago, huh? August of '97. '97. Okay. There was a lot of us from Bartolome that went. Yeah, in '97. No, just <clears throat> in that time. Ninety. I mean, I don't know about when you graduated, but yes, a lot of guys from Mike class of 96 yes. there yeah. were guys like when i go somewhere when i come home to visit they call people at my duty stations and say hey this guy's from bartow you know, he's part of polk county and we need to take care of him yeah uh, john smith mm. uh, i know john smith mm-hmm. was one of the guys i got up there he worked at the white house he was like a, a really guy. yeah he took me around that's uh, cool matter of fact they direct uh promoted him from enlisted to a cook i mean uh, not a cook but uh to an officer, yeah, they okay. direct, they directly, wow. they directly commission him like at the White House. Wow. Yeah. What do you <laughs> think of DC? It's, it's, I, I, I like slower places and less political, uh, like Bartow. Yeah, oh yeah. I, I wasn't a big fan. Like we talked about the mall it was great, but anything outside the mall was just awful. I don't do well with uh, a lot of traffic in big cities to visit or for a yeah. day or an event. You're, a you're, couple of days, maybe a week. But yeah. I, I really don't. <laughs> I want to get back home to. Yeah, actually, probably each deployment, it got worse and worse. No, I didn't notice it until my third deployment. But 
after my third deployment, each one, it got worse and worse until I didn't want to go to any city. Mm. I would come home, hear the Bartol, yeah. and sit on my floor, and my grandfather would be like, what's wrong? Why you, why you don't want to go anywhere? And I'd be like, I'm good. It's just less, you know, stuff. You know, everything's growing, and, you know, it's trouble out there. And, yeah. you know, you know, you don't know what's going to, you know, you see stuff. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, the safe place. I just want to stay home. I'm happy to be home. Yeah. Um, you were comfortable there. Yes. I mean, I couldn't wait to leave Bartow. But sure, I get that. Times like that, I was just, you know, happy to be home and enjoy my peace while I'm here for, the, you know, yeah. that amount of days until I leave. Yeah. So how, how long were you in for? Um, 23 and a half years. Wow. Wow. That's, a, that's longer than I've been in Bartow. Wow. That's amazing. Because you could think when you graduate from high school, yeah. you know, you're 18. I enlisted when I was 17, left when I was 18. That's longer than I've been in Bartow. So I've been doing that longer than yeah. I was in Bartow. Wow. So you, so you're retired, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. I, Damn it. I, that's great. Damn it. Because yeah, we get the list like, man, we sure retired. I okay. should have. Yeah, we say that all the time. But once again, Damn it. we don't listen. No, we don't listen. And that's why we're sitting here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, good for you. Thank you. I yes, appreciate it. Yeah, appreciate yes, your service. Absolutely. 23 years. And where did where, where did you go? Like country-wise, state-wise, just all over? I can imagine yes. 23 years. Yes, I've been to a lot of countries. Uh, as far as places I was stationed, that wasn't very many. But when you start counting, if you're in, like, deployable units mm-hmm. or infantry units, you start going to, you know, that's what they do. When I first came in, things were slow. Yeah. yeah. They, the, the most I did before really the war started. Is we we go to the Midwest and fight fires, hmm. um, and go to like Haiti or something. But that's all peacekeeping. Yeah, right. To like uh, what do we have? Uh, Bosnia, Kosovo. Those are all peacekeeping. Yeah, I was uh, there in Bosnia. Bosnia. Yeah. yeah, late nineties. Matter of fact, uh, the guy, uh, uh, Joey from Highland City, he's a couple years younger than us. I, I met him in uh, Kosovo and Iraq. Uh, yeah. Wow. And, and it's funny because. <laughs> It was like I it was I seen him from a distance and he had like a big head, <laughs> like, like ears. Mm-hmm. And from the distance, I was like, I know that can't be Joy. And I yelled out Joy, and he turned around. I was, it was like the funniest thing in the world. Yeah, to be in another country in <laughs> that far away, yeah. and the dude up just yes. what five miles up the road. Yeah, that's now, crazy. Is that the true definition of as a small world? Small world. Yeah, yeah. Six degrees of separation. Mm-hmm. I saw uh, Jared Howard in uh, I believe Iraq also. Really? Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember him. Yeah. So, out of all these places you've been to and, and seen, I like to bring it back to food because I like to eat. Yes. So, what what are your favorite dishes and places where have you been to? You know what I mean? If you don't mind me asking. My favorite places is a combination because I like different things from different places. Yeah. I was. It was a place I was on called Johnston Atoll. Okay. It's 1,200 miles from Hawaii, close to Guam, Qantas. It's one mile by two miles. Very small. It's not a lot there. Pacific in the Pacific. Yes, yeah. yes. Hmm. You don't see it on most. You don't see it on most maps. Okay. Um, however, they fish on weekends. They cooked in the ground, like you know the traditional what you see are like luau's and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And they grilled like every weekend, and it was like the best. I was eating shrimp omelets in the morning. It was like that was like my best. Everything was good. Everything and, and, was good. Fresh, and, but it was simple. Yeah, you know, they cooked on the ground. They, you know, yeah. it was that was like my favorite place as far as food. Some stuff from other countries, I like flan and stuff, but I might not like everything. That might be sure. the only thing I like from their country. Right. Uh, 
So you in the Middle East were able to get into the Mediterranean more, like into Italy or France or? Uh, yes, but uh, not long time. I wasn't stationed there. Yeah, I but you were able there. to get out yes, there. Sir. Huh? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And you've seen a lot then. Yeah, the bread is awesome. Uh, their drinks taste way better. They're yeah. richer. They're thicker. Yeah. Um, it's like unusual when you come. I see why they think our stuff is watered down. Oh, yeah. So there's is there any country that you'd like? Hey, you know, I want to go back there just to check it out because it was, you know, as a civilian, I'd say I would say yeah, most of them. I ain't, well, I ain't say most of them. The most of the, the ones that that I was not deployed, um, pretty much anywhere. I would say from South America to Johnson Atoll, any Pacific Islands, wow, uh, Europe, those places that you just mentioned, yeah, Germany, uh, Italy. So you've been to all these places? Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Wow, you you had quite a career. Yes, sir. well, I didn't. I wasn't stationed. Yeah. I wasn't stationed in. No, but still, yes, sir. Yes, sir. man, that's amazing. Yeah, but, I, but they're fun to visit. Yeah, uh, something that when I said Johnson Atoll, there wasn't a lot of people there. Everything's basic, like they're catching their they're fishing and catching their food. But they're they were the one of the things that made that my favorite assignment. Yeah, besides it being the Air Force commanded. Uh, Oh, well, see, there you go. It's an Air Force uh, base. Okay. Well, that's why he liked it the best, an Air Force base. <laughs> most, almost every country, they really, really enjoy themselves. I'm from Bulgaria. Uh, like, I just wanted to go to the black market, but, the, like, the, the just the scenery, everything, yeah. they enjoy themselves. Uh, that place, even though everything was simple, they didn't have a whole lot, it was just, everybody just enjoyed themselves. I went life. to, it was... I would say Kosovo was like I didn't understand anything they were saying, hmm. and no, no kidding. And in Bulgaria, I went to their nightclubs and everybody was dancing, everybody was having a good time, and you know they're sharing, you know they're, yeah. you know sharing food or whatever. Yeah. Uh, same thing on Johnson uh, Johnson Ato, like they, you know, they would cook every week, you eat for free, drink for free. Yeah. You know, you're part of the family, basically. I so had a so totally different experience in Kosovo. Did you? I was probing mines. Oh, oh I have my countryside. Uh, yeah, I, I was an infantry unit. Yeah, I was uh, mortars and, but I would say, like with you, uh, just mentioning, I've, I've got favorite spots, yeah. places I would love to take my mom to go back to, go back food wise, places that I really didn't care for, and right. places <laughs> I really didn't understand. Yeah, but for the most part, you know, it's a wide world out there. Yeah, it just you mentioned, I mean, northern, southern hemisphere. You, you, you know, I mean, you, you've been all over the place. Yeah, but I wouldn't want to go amazing. back to Kosovo, though. Cause no, no, me neither. Is, no. Uh, torn up. Uh, yeah. 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 I, I have countryside stories about it. I was in the infantry unit. Right. So I have, I, I was enjoying that four day. We got a four day because, you know, we needed it. Yeah. yeah. There's a guy I work with that's in the uh, reserves, and he went over there. Two months ago, maybe three months ago, did he? He stayed there for uh, he stayed there for a little bit. Um, I'm not really sure because he really didn't talk about it, but he went over there for a little bit. Yeah, in the reserves. Yeah. Uh. Matter of fact, uh, when I went to Bulgaria, that's why that's that was our four day because we couldn't spend it there. We go to some place where it's safe. Wow. I can only imagine when I was in how Europe was compared to what it's like now. Yeah. Let's just say, take COVID out of the picture. Just curious. I'm really, really curious how 
how it is over there now. Because yeah. I had a blast. I mean, a blast. In, in, in Europe. In Europe. Yeah. Oh, that, um, I keep in contact with friends. Of that are still 20, in that's over there? Yes. Or a couple of my friends, uh, close friends right now, uh, right here in Florida, they just came back from Germany. They love Germany. They spent years. They're trying to go back. They, yeah. they love I'm, Europe. Yeah, Germany. My, my dad was. Man, you put a Germany. cowboy hat on you in Germany. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. I, I have. I have two. You know exactly I, what I'm I, talking I about. Two Stetsons. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Well, uh, when we go like crazy. The, oh boy. When we go crazy. The, oh boy. I have like my black boots and my brown yeah. boots. Yeah. They, it would, they would just be giving it to him. Here you go. I don't on need this anymore. Platter. I, I don't need this anymore. You kind of yeah. do what you want with it, and when you're done, <laughs> I'll take it back. A, am I lying? No, uh, <laughs> uh, guy from uh, Lakeland. I'm not going to mention his name. Uh, he was, he was. I, I, when I came in, I was low enlisted. And he was already an NCO, and uh, that's one thing he was telling me about his story. I'll share his story. <laughs> there you go. Um, he went to Germany, and just like I was saying, he didn't know German because he just got there. Yeah. And he went to a nightclub, and they couldn't communicate, but they made sure they got the point across. You know how much they were fond of him. Yes. You know, and you know that they wanted them to uh, him to in uh, to join them. Yes. You know, for the rest of the you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think we got that right. Yeah. 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 You can read between the lines. Absolutely. But see, my dad was in the Air Force. He was stationed in Germany. Was he? he? He loved it. Seen a lot of concerts. Um, sure. Really. He was back in late seventies, early eighties. Oh, okay. But I've always, always wanted to visit Germany. It's on yeah. my bucket list. Is it? But yeah. with your friend that we talked to, Rick, yep, yeah, it seemed like he's loving it, living over there and stuff. Yeah, yeah, he's he's been there a couple of times, and he's been. I think he likes Italy better. Italy, yeah, yeah, I liked Italy. I yeah. think you'll, mm-hmm. I think you'll like it. Go pub hopping, like just oh. find a block and try to make it all the way around the block. And go to each pub, and right? Just try to make it all the way around. We 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 would huh. do that. We we'd make maps in England. Everybody get you a would. map. Everybody get a map. And this pub 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 pub. <laughs> We take buses to towns. Yeah, we, we had there was a great uh, the Duck and Drake in Leeds. I don't know if you ever been. Have you ever been yes. in England? Yes, I You've was born been in England. You were you? Yes, and actually, uh, I would go back to visit uh, and my hey. brothers. They, you know, older brothers. Yeah, they take me pub hopping. There you go. <laughs> I try to make it around the block. That, 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 well, you can drink at what eighteen, seventeen over there. Nah, as long as Some? you can reach the bar, you reach drink. the bar, you can yeah. drink. I mean, like when everybody get off. All the pubs are packed yep, like in, their, yeah. in their work clothes yeah. or, or whatever. But um, then they would close at 11. The yeah. pubs would close at 11. So you go to a discotheque, what they called it, yeah. you know, yes, when sir. I was there. And you stay there tonight, you know, till 12, 1. And then you go to base. The base stayed at but the, yeah. you know, our, man, you get, I, I would drink all night long and then go back to base. And you can get a double seven and seven for two bucks. It, you know what I mean? Oh, it was bad. Shit, them clubs over there in Europe, when I was over there, didn't start happening until 2 in the morning. Oh, well. 1, 2 o'clock. We'd yeah. go there, you know, 11, 11.30, like. Yeah. You're talking crickets Spain. In this, and, yeah, yeah, crickets. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've been places like that, too. You got to Next thing you know, first, yeah. get up, yeah, warm we, up. We go back to the ship because, you know, we got to be back at 2 o'clock in the yeah. morning. And they're just starting out. Oh, they're starting until 7, yeah. 8 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Because we did an overnight. We got an overnight ship where we got a hotel and stuff. Yeah. Different world, different. Yeah, you're passing right. passing out at the beach at eight o'clock in the morning. Yeah, we did. <laughs> <laughs> Walking down the beach, just yeah, hit a lifeguard shack and slip on the ramp because yeah, they had the door closed. Snooze away. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
you um we like to talk about boot camp stories. I know James had a couple good ones, and do you have? Is there any boot camp stories that you'd like to share with us? That, you know, that or sticks in your mind. Yeah, that's funny or well, maybe not to you or someone else. Well, it's um, a story I usually tell like family members or like yeah. low enlisted guys. You know, trying to break the ice or something. Sure. Uh, especially if I see somebody kind of stick to themselves or you know kind of quiet, and I usually ask them where they're from and you know stuff like that. Right. I'm from Bartow. I told you, you know, we do what we're supposed to do most of the time. Yeah, right. Um, however, when I first when I first went in, you know, everybody's yelling, and I didn't have any reactions. Like they're in your face yelling, everything oh, yeah. they do. If they just come to me, I would just start doing push-ups. You, I, would just, you, I would just drop. I would just drop. <laughs> it, it, it got so. It, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't say nothing. They look at you. Seriously. Why is Anthony on the ground? He look, look, they go, what? Watch this. I won't say nothing. He's going to do push-ups. No, they would. They would do that. Yeah. They would do that. Oh, I know. If I was the T, what do you guys call them? DIs as well? Drill sergeants, yes. I know I'd have a bet with another DI. Yeah, well. You'd make me money. Sometimes. No, they would They would say that. they go to like the dime facility and be, you know, trying to show other drill sergeants. they turn over to my way and just look, I'll just drop. Sometimes they'll tell me don't do it. Yeah. And then if they'll like turn around and look, I'll just drop anyway, and like my whole platoon would just bust out laughing. They yeah. be laughing, and then the drill sergeant, of course, will smoke everybody after that. Yeah, but I would just drop, and I, you know, thank you, drill sergeant, for conditioning my mind and my body. And they was like, but you didn't even do anything. Yeah. Uh, but that's not the, the 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 whole. That's not even to the the part of the story. So I, I would never have a reaction. They had this thing. Then after they start knowing me better, they would be trying to scare me all the time or run up. Throw trash cans, information when you had it attention or great rest. Of course, when you see somebody with authority, you're gonna you know straighten up. Yeah. However, they'd be trying to sneak up with me and like yell or make noises and yeah. And I never would like jump. It got to the point where I think I, I started getting aggravated. Um, I think at fire guard at night or something. Mm. They they start coming in there. I guess checking on me and I'm like, why are they checking on me and um. The drill sergeant was like, well, the first sergeant, uh, we want the first sergeant and the sergeant major and the chaplain to come talk to you. It was in the middle of the night while I was on fire guard. So, uh-huh. they, so they came and the uh, first sergeant talked to me and I was like, uh, he was like, are, are you all right, uh, Jim? And I was like, yes, sir. I said, uh, he was like, are you sure? He was like, are you having any problems? I said, no, sir. I was like, uh, they said they're having problems. I said, well, everything they do, I... I, I do everything they you yeah. know, they tell me to do. I said they paying me to stay in shape. I get a get food. I get a place to stay. Yeah. And I and I just tell them I appreciate <coughs> it. Yeah. I guess the issue was I didn't have a reaction when they're yelling and uh. screaming or whatever. But how the first sergeant came in was he asked me where I was from. He said, "Where are you from, son? I'm from Florida. What part of Florida? You from the city or you from the country?" I was like, "Well, we had cows and <laughs> garden and raised by my grandparents." The first sergeant starts laughing, and he turns around. He's like, son, do you eat grits? I said, yes, sir. Yeah. He, say, he said he just have home training. Yeah, home he, training. Just, he just have home training. Yeah. And, uh, he was like, you don't think it's strange that, you know, they be harassing you all the time? I said, don't bother me, first sergeant. I said, my grandma, after living with my grandma, yeah. I said, she make all of them cry. Yeah, he's got no, these guys got nothing on grams. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was like. And they, they, he, my first son just thought that was. They didn't mess with you after that. No, no, no. not at all. The first son just no thought need that to. was like hilarious. <clears throat> yeah. And uh, 
you know, every time they walk in my room, like in the middle of the night, I, w- I had a room to myself probably when I got older. And uh, like if they walk in my room at night doing the count, I would just, I would always get up, you know, and, and stuff like that. Just always been memorable. Yeah. And I was like, I, I told them, I said, I don't understand. I said, I'm just, you know, I thought that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. You know, I didn't know that was unusual. It was like a culture shock, you know, when I saw, you know, people out acting. Of course, of course you act up when somebody authority is not there, but, you yeah. know, just people, you can, somebody can be, hey, you do this and you're supposed to be doing this. Uh, one speech that I still, I was telling when I retired that I would tell some of my peers then, I'm like, they're paying you to do this, you know, so you got a job to do. Yeah. And I, when I became uh, in jobs of authority or something like that, I would say the same thing. I was like, look, they paying you to do a job. So when I got in charge, I'd be like, I'm going to get some work out of you. But yeah. when I wasn't, I'm still like, they're paying you to do this. I didn't understand, you know, hey, people just getting by. You know, it, it was by. like a culture shock seeing people from sure. different places. So did you see that personality through your entire career? Or did it happen later in your career where you started seeing those personalities where they were kind of like pushing back and, you know, not wanting to do their work? Um, I think it was more later in the, uh, uh-huh. cause it's like a new generation. Yeah. Uh, at one point they would call it like the Xbox generation yeah. know, stuff like that. Uh, the, the newer generation is way different. Uh, oh yeah. Get, they have stress cards and you know, you can't really, can't <laughs> told you about the stress <laughs> cards. Now we, now we did the research and they, we got, you really can't stress them out like that, you know. So, well, hold on. We got to finish. We got to talk so, about this hey now. now. Cause we, so, hey, now. Because we talked about the stress card during boot camp. If if someone's yelling at you, you can pass this yellow card out and say, quit yelling at me. But he went in the yes. same time I went, but right. but we didn't have no, we that. Didn't, we didn't have that. Oh, no. Right. My drill sergeant, they would, if you needed to, they would. They would well, tune you up. They would, yes, they yeah, would they, put, they, they would, would yeah, put we, hands on you. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't have that either. But, but now you're saying that they do have a stress card yes, now? Yes, You know, During because, boot? Uh, you know, uh, now because of, you know, the, the bullying and hazing and, uh, yeah. uh, you know, a lot of the other things uh, with uh, more mental health issues. Yeah. Uh, that don't mean all of them need it. Right. If something happens, you know, that drastically, they pretty much do is like a catch off for everybody. Hmm. Some of them do take advantage of it. Some people, like, when I became a sergeant and was in charge of people, this is the best way. Some people, you can just say, do push-ups, and they'll do anything. If they got to do push-ups, they'll do anything. But some people, like me, you can tell me to do push-ups, anything else. If my mind's made up, that's not going to do anything. Or you can say, hey, like, it's rained outside or snowed outside, and we're about to go outside and get wet on the ground and roll around. Mm -hmm. Some people... That will affect some people. Some people they're gonna pull out that card and say no. No, no. I'm just saying different things affect uh, yeah, other sure. people. So some people, just because you talk to them, they've never had anybody growing up, not a coach, um, like a coach like a, or like they never, you know, maybe not like a mentor somewhere. Or something. Yeah, they never yeah, had somebody go. like talk to them and say, hey, look, you know, they, you know, tighten up, you know, whatever. Uh, they, Give they, them what tough love. Yeah, yeah. They, they really haven't had that. So we, we got to tell the fa- the Facebook fact checkers, and <coughs> Snoops, Snoops Snoops said it was false. But when, now this is the second military person that we've had, Wes being the younger one. Wes Wes said there was I was stress card. Yeah, I was stress card. The yellow card, but I mean Snoops even is saying the stress card is fake. But now that's two service members that yeah. have said well, it was a real. That's, that's supposed to give it to the chaplain. 
and you're not supposed to treat them with reprisal or haze them slash smoke them afterwards. So so you're at boot, right, and the guy's telling you to get down there, you can do something. He, he's smoking them, and he, he can step and say, look, stop, I, I can't take this Well, anymore. I'm not going to say for smoking. It's like a category of things that they're, they're only supposed to pull it out for certain things. Okay. Like if they think they're being bullied. I see. Haze. But see, if all you're right. messing up, so, you're not listening all the time. That's yeah. not bullying. They're trying to tie yeah. you up because you yeah. can't get right. See, that's where I got a problem yeah. with the whole everything of the whole bullying. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying I'm right. No, no, it's I'm just not, my I'm, opinion. Yeah, I, I get you. Know you. What I mean, well, yeah, there are some people that take advantage of it. There are some people that are just wimps. Yeah, you know. But you know, if you sign the dotted line, you you serve our country. Yeah, right. Like you said, you got a job to do. Just right. take it. Yeah. Take it. But I I only I can only say that to a certain extent because. We don't know how they are mentally. It's sure. like we go through all this shit through MEPS, but you know maybe they need to do some kind of evaluations for we said mental be- health or something. We said it before. We, they they do a complete physical check, but right. do they do a mental check? You know what I mean? Then at that point, it's if important. you do have someone that has something mentally wrong, how do you fix that? Because if he wants to serve or she wants to serve our country, you know, I mean, we're they're supposed to actually. Uh, that's supposed to be part of your assessment and, and training. Right. Um, you're supposed to, they're supposed to not weed the person out. Yep. But they're supposed to identify that person and send them to, you know, the proper uh, uh, personnel to, you know, to evaluate them and then diagnose them. And then they'll, right. they won't make it past training. Uh, I've seen that happen. Uh, I've had people right. that came in with me that was like that. That, okay. you know, they were just so scared. Yeah. They could do everything. Right. If the drill sergeant came in and not even start yelling, if just start yelling in the room, they, 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 could, they couldn't they function. Right. They, yeah. they couldn't function. So I, I've, I've saw that. And okay. that person, just like him, he didn't make it through basic training. And yeah. he did. He would do every single, we were, you know, we were like our platoon, we loved him. Yeah. You know, you know, we used to boost him up or whatever, but he could do everything, shoot, right. everything. But if the drill sergeant started yelling, he would have a fit. Yeah. You know, with with the wars that's been going on or wars in the past, if you have someone like that, you know, can you can you really trust him? Can you really follow him in battle mm-hmm. if he just clams up? Yeah. For, you know, there's certain people, I, I, I would say the four of us, everything, we check all the box. We could go over. I've, I've never been in war like what they're going through. Or, right. You know, I know we're out of Afghanistan now, but right. for the last 20 years, who knows what you go through, then you come back home it, it messes with you. And, yeah. you know, like with our show, helping people with mental illness, right? veterans, you know, who knows about spouses, children? Absolutely. You know, what kind of effect does your husband or your wife coming home, kind of a, a, a an effect or toll does it take on? Yeah. How, how do you deal with it? How yeah, do you, how you deal with it? And then yeah. these people coming home need jobs, you know, like the stuff we're trying to do with homelessness and mental health issues and, just different things. Yeah. yeah. I, but with the whole card thing, I, I mean, I guess it's. We're going to have to do rel- some more research. Well, yeah. you have to stretch <laughs> it out to a certain uh, point. Right. Because, uh, Absolutely you do. When you're training, you're supposed to be simulating war. Yeah, right. However, when you're over there in war, in the foxhole, that's not the time to be finding out if somebody uh, says that. Matter of fact, I, I have a. Uh, one more story. No, you get, look, you're good. Yeah, this, you're good. This, this, I'm enjoying it. This, yeah. This is the best story. I was in infantry units, and 
course, you know, with infantry, they were supposed to be tough. Yeah. I said supposed to, I thought they were tough. I thought they were tough and crazy. Yeah. At one point in time. When the war started, you would find out all that trend. I was like some of us uh, supporters or whatever, we were upset. We like all those times you had us going to the field and training, and we'd be more tough or whatever. You know, some of them, not all of them. Yeah, those right. one or two people that you're talking about that didn't get stressed out enough. You know, in training because they knew that wasn't real or something. Right. Uh, okay. You know, when when the when the real round started, not when you're on the fob or on the base. Yeah. Right. I'm talking about when you're out in the front and it's just you and them. Yeah. Right. And stuff ain't going good. I mean, like. Like, you know, we got significant amount of people getting hurt. Yeah. And that is not the time. If you're the person that runs the tank, this is real. This is real. If you're the person that runs the tanks and shoots the tank and I'm support. Right. Okay, this is your job. And you're the one shutting down. That is not the time to figure out, you know, that that person shuts down under that type of pressure. Yeah. Uh, and that's why you're supposed to train and put a certain amount of pressure. Right. Yeah. So like so real life scenarios. Yeah. yeah. You know, kind of like, you know, with special ops, seeing stuff on TV about, I don't know what they call them, kill houses or something. They go in, in these like mock up mm. things and they got to shoot like the bad like, people. It's, it's kind of like an obstacle course. Oh, okay. But uh, tactical. Yeah. And that's part of the unconventional warfare because uh, most places that you, you know, you go to, they're going to be urban. That's, you know, we call them the urban environment. Mm-hmm. So it might be someplace like this building in each, depending on where they're going or training up to be, they'll outfit the building or the, the town or however the, the little couple buildings or the area that they're they're in, the obstacle right. course, mm-hmm. like the place where they're going. They're outfitted just like that. Because we were, um, a little story whenever I was in, they had, uh, and this is where I learned to not volunteer. <laughs> yeah. Don't volunteer for nothing. <laughs> right. So I'm like, hey, what the hell? I'll do it. So they took a group of us, because I was Mortars Weapons Company. They took a whole, I was with, I think I was with 3rd Battalion, 2nd Marines. We go to this big old warehouse, and we were supposed to do a drill with Battalion Recon. Right. And we were supposed to be the aggressors. So they gave us these, you know, M16 with these, like, rubber bullets. Okay. Face shields and all the deal. And we're over there, and we're like, oh, yeah, going on, like, two hours. Three hours, Ugh. four hours. What the fuck is going on? Yeah, it was like I think three, three stairs or three levels. Next thing you know, you hear helos coming. They're getting closer and closer and closer. Oh shit, we're ready. Now. Get, it's gonna. Yeah. yeah, that damn recon comes down and wipes us all out. Flash, bangs, everything. Yeah. I'm right. over there shooting, thinking I'm hitting people. No, I get hit in the fingers and in the, the mass. Man. And it took me a while. I think a couple of days later, I'm like, damn, if that was real, I would have died. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. You know, one, these fuckers are good. We got the best military in the world. Right. But I'd be dead. Yeah. Damn. No, no. So I can only imagine like. Man, you with your heart if, racing and stuff. Oh, it was racing. Once we heard them jokers fast rope down. Yeah. Bust through that door and through them flash. You, you guys, you didn't have a plan, nothing. You would get. No, scared. we were just like, just, I don't you are the aggressors. Y'all, y'all, yeah. you know, okay. Yeah, you, you guys are just hanging back, <laughs> yeah, having we just, a picnic yeah, waiting like for the show. Up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, that's what I was insinuating when I was saying that they overtrain you. I was just trying to be polite about it. Because, um, like, some of the training that you go through is horrific. However, 
the one time I had to use some of the training, like some of the worst training that I had to use, the one time that I used it, it was worth all those times. Wow. You know, that I had to go through it. And they, they make you do it over and over and over because, you know, your mind's not clear. Like at the time, uh, I did a lake jump, water jump. Uh, I think I jumped in White Lake or something. Uh, North Carolina, White Lake, Smith Lake, something, one of them. Uh, and the wind was blowing, and I could not even get a breath of air. Oof. Uh, That's scary. I couldn't get a breath of air w- uh, when I hit. And the the training, what you have to do before you go jump is swim down and back in the pool. Uh, depending on your organization, maybe if your uniform, weapon, that kind of stuff. That's easy. But the hard part is we call it wetsuit training. You have to jump in. The quickest part, you have to pull your parachute off. That's easy. And everybody don't think nothing of it. And then the wetsuit, basically put a parachute on the the, um, the water. When you pull up the parachute, just like a glass in school, it pull the water up too. So if that parachute land on you, you're not going to be able to breathe. Yeah. So basically, you, uh, you jump in the water, take your parachute off. You uh, go up under the parachute. You have to blow air bubbles in the parachute because that air bubble is going to make it so you can pull the parachute up and the water won't be there so you can breathe. Okay, you gotta, you're gotta. you not in shallow water. Mm-mm. So you right. might be tired. You just swim down and back. So a lot of times people have to do this several times, you know, to get right. it right. Uh, try to conserve. Like me, I would conserve my air, keep my full breath of it. And then I blow half of it while I'm down. But if you blow all your air and then you come up and mm. it's not right, you know, so I would always blow, like, blow half my air get like a little hole, stick my face up. But then they talk to you when you get up. Uh, make sure, huh. you know, they talk to you and say, hey, can you hear me? You know, whatever. Someone might ask you something. Uh, but the, the purpose is to make sure you know when the parachute land on you. Uh, it might not sound that bad. Right. But that's like. Are you crazy? I'm stressing out just thinking about it. <laughs> I'm thinking about coming up and, and blowing my air out, no air bubble, and i am got a face full of yes. freaking parachute. Yes. That's yeah. what I'm stressing about. Just the listen water, to the story. The water. Yeah, the water when you stick your head up, it's like stuck to your face in this water. Um, yeah, but the, but like you're exhausted, you're tired. Yeah. Is is yeah, you'll get tired. If you might if you don't do it after a couple of times, you might as well just wait till another day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but there's reasons why, like you said, they overtrain you. Yes, uh, I was in White Lake. The wind was blowing. I was getting drugged across the lake, and that one time when you were jumping out of parachute, I pulled it. It was worth it, yeah. Um, because I couldn't even get a breath of air. Um, and then actually, that's one of the, uh, the not this particular jump, but that was one of the reasons I was in the war games. Uh, some of my injuries, uh, this particular set of injuries, fell about four stories. Wow. Uh, a bad parachute jump, oh. and mm. I pretty much had surgeries from head to toe. Um, however, the incident at White Lake showing me what to do at those times. Then when I did fall, uh, I was like, knowing what to do mm-hmm. in those times, it's worth all that overtraining. Yeah, it's it's worth it, you know, to save me, you know, save you from that that one time, or at least so you'll know what to do. Yeah, you know, and you know during that one time, like I was caught in a tree, I uh, pulled my reserve parachute, you know, climbed down it. Yeah, you know, so uh, you, you had that mental checklist. I gotta do this. I gotta do that. I gotta do this, and it was just like second nature at that point. Uh, if you're calm. If you're calm, if, I'd if, be freaking out. You, that, that, well, that's what I'm saying. If yeah. You do it so many times, you don't know. Because you did it so many times, you know what to do. Yeah. So, so, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's, so you do. It, you've done it so much. You overtrain. Yes. It, it happened to you. You were you were mentally prepared and ready to say, "This is what I need to do to get through this." But some so. people be like, "New generation," they'll be like, "Oh, we do this all the time," uh, you know, or whatever, and not take it seriously. Then you'll be forgetting mm-hmm. or taking a shortcut. It's, but that's in training. But you need to practice to how it is yeah. happening in real life. Because if I hadn't, yeah, in both those times when I was getting drugged through the water, it was just me. There was no instructor. There was nobody to pull my head up. There was nobody to. I was getting drugged by the wind, face first. Uh, and the same thing in the, the, the trees. Yeah. Like they had to find me. Uh, literally, they had to find me, like cut down trees and, you know, make paths or whatever. So there, there was, there's nobody, when you jump, once you leave the aircraft, it's just you. Yeah. You know, or whatever. Yeah. So it's, it's, they overtrain you for a reason. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it might be something that happened with one person back to the stress car or like, you know, suicide or something like that. But they'll do stuff like that as like a catch all. So that don't even though it might not happen to 99% of the people, but for that 1%, they'll do something like that to keep it from happening to that one person. So you did the jump and you, you, you got some serious injuries from it, right? Yes. And did, is that what caused you to retire or were you able to stay in after or? I stayed in for a little while. Yeah. uh, Pretty much. Surgery from head to toe. Yeah. And yes, I ended up uh, being medically retired. Yeah. And so you used the, so you're using these DOD Warrior games to help you um, get through the injuries? Uh, and yes, that's uh, that's one of the purposes of uh, the Warrior games. Yeah. To actually inspire you to rehab. Um, and diff- for different people, it's different. Yeah. Like right now, I'm more in the physical part. But when I first went, it was mental. Okay. And hmm. I didn't, I didn't, in retrospect, I realized it. But when I went, I didn't know. I didn't even want to go. I was like, I can't do any of that stuff anyway. Yeah. I couldn't do anything. I, I was e- like, my confidence was done. Yeah. The doctors was like, look, we ain't going to run. You're not going to do this. You're not going to do that. You might as well just try to. So the doctor said, look, you, you got surgery from head to toe. Yeah. You, you're not going to be doing any of this stuff. Just work on enjoying, you know, quality of life, you yeah. know, whatever. Just exercise. That's, that, those days are gone. So how did you get over that mental block? Uh, well, I, the story uh, behind that, uh, pretty much, the, I believe, the Care Coalition, World Care uh, Program now, uh, they kept asking me to come out to a Warrior Games camp, and I didn't want to do it. Uh, plus, being a workaholic, too, yeah, I, I didn't want to do it. Uh, but when I went, I didn't know there was a reason why they wanted me to go. I thought it was just to, you know, come out there... Uh, Okay, they're playing sports or whatever. I'm not good at any of it. I can't do any of it. Right. I can't do anything physical. Right. Um, when I went, I was at the. I, at long story short, I ended up being inspired. But what I was inspired by was, like, say I've had surgeries from head to toe. It might sound like that to, to somebody who haven't. Mm-hmm. But I was talking to guys like Stu and a couple other guys. They're in chairs. Motorized chairs. They can't even push the wheels yeah. like a regular wheelchair. And they, I, I was the saddest and most upset person in the room. Mm. And they were telling me I was the only person in there that could walk. Wow. And why was I the one upset? Mm. Right. And then one guy, you know, they start telling me their stories. I've had 200 and some surgeries. I've had 100 and some surgeries. Wow. And then I was like, who am I to be upset about my now it seems like just a couple surgeries, you know, yeah. you know, ten or so, not even a dozen, and now they're 
I'm like, they've had, and still, some of them are still having surgeries. Can't hardly talk, walk, amputees, missing wow. uh, limbs. And they're inspired, like, to do, like, anything. I don't mean, like, oh, just to do, like, something small. Mm-hmm. Like, the some of the some of the guys that can do the less was inspiring me the most. He was like, he was like, you never know unless you try. Right. But, he, but it was the way he said he told his story. And then he was encouraging me. He was like, you never know unless you try. Because I was like, I can't do nothing. Yeah. I was like, you got those guys, they're shooting archery. They're doing all this stuff, wheelchair, basketball, rugby. I think this particular guy, he was doing cycling, one arm. He was doing rowing. Wow. Uh, he's, in, he's in the chair. Yeah. But then I got other guys that are in chairs, and they're all, like, motivated. And they were like, you never know unless you try. You never know unless you try. Yeah. They, but it was like when I come home and people like you hurt or whatever, you know, people stereotype you if you hurt or have PTSD or whatever. But with them, it w- everybody there is hurt. Mm-hmm. First of all, everybody there is hurt in some way, even if it's mental. Right. Uh, so they un- they understand you no matter if it's from PTSD um, to, you know, the physical aspects. They're coaching you on what to do. Like I was having nerve pains and some of the guys came up to me, two amputees. Yeah. And, you know, they started talking, you have nerve pain, aren't you? You know, they were like, hey, do this and this and this, you know. And, you know, they're coaching me, hey, go to the doctor, or, you know, we have this or whatever. Uh, at the camps, we had uh, physical therapists, uh, acupuncturists, we had docs. We had, we, I mean, it, it was like a good place. And then they have one day where, like, uh, it's like almost like vendors, but I would say not, not quite. It's, they set it up like vendors, and they have people come up uh, for, like, when you need other things like uh, some of the amputees or whatever for prosthetics and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So you might get something that's basic and they might give you something that's state of the art yeah. te- technology and stuff like that. Right. So a lot of them would have never been exposed to stuff like that or never know, don't know who to ask or if they do ask, it costs you know more than their car or something. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it was like a lot. Uh, first, for me first, it was mental. I didn't think I could do stuff. Right. I couldn't even hold a bow. I'm doing a recurve uh, bow and archery. Right. I couldn't hold it up. I couldn't mm. stand up long to even. I had to have a chair, and I would sit down. Yeah. And the, and then I have the one guy blind by me. I have a guy in the chair by me shooting. And when I upset, getting emotional. Sure. They're telling me, just take a break and get back up. Yeah. You know you got to try. And they were like, yeah. it's gonna help you. They were like, I'm telling you, it's gonna help you. It's gonna get you away from all of this. And I was like. I can't even get up there and shoot. What do you mean get me away from all of this? You know, the recurve is not like a compound. No, no, yeah. So at first I was like, maybe I need to do the compound because it's easier. I know it's like shooting a twenty-two or whatever. Right. Everything is on pulleys. But they actually, they're, they're, none of them were doing compounds. They were like, you need to do the recurve. And, and you were saying, you know what, if they can do it, I can do, do this. So the coach got up. He was like, let me coach you. Trying to tell me to hold a bow, I couldn't even hardly even. I mm. couldn't get past. He had to coach me in parts, yeah, uh, sections. You like, well, try seated or try standing, you know, whatever. I just couldn't hold it. My legs were hurting. I was having circulation problems uh, from my, you know, injuries. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty much had a lot of lower body injuries, you know, foot, ankle, knees, yeah. uh, up, you know, shoulder. I mean, everything that you need to shoot, right? You know, shoulder, wrist. Your whole body. Pectorial, yeah. you know, whatever. And I can barely hold 
the boa, and I was upset. You know, pride Absolutely. or whatever. Didn't yeah. you know? I have young ladies coming up that they're they're like firm, like like knocking it out, and I can't even hold it. Yeah, hold it up. that just stresses you up more. But well, it did. You know, they were like, you know, make you know, they make good fun. Sure, but, but they would encourage me. You know. Yeah. And uh, same, you know, same thing. A lot of them, would, you know, encouraged me. And uh, they were like, none of them started off where they were. They said they all got a story. Mm-hmm. They all started somewhere. Right. And uh, I think I was telling you earlier, we have like a doc. Um, one of his things that he liked to tell, I guess he liked to tell everybody. Uh, but I didn't know. I thought he was just encouraging me, which he was. He was encouraging me, and I sure. needed it. I'm going to tell you, uh, Prince Harry the other night, he was like, some of you be in dark places. And I'm going to remember that because I know I was there. Yeah. And the fact that other people, I wouldn't, the chance of me knowing somebody like that around here, not, not being around a lot of military people that went through the same thing, and you being with people that know and they can coach you and tell you stuff to motivate you and encourage, encourage know what to tell you. Yeah. Uh, know not to intrude, not to press you about certain things. Uh, the uh, Doc uh, is his name. We call him Doc. Uh, Cause he was a doc, yeah. And uh, what he would say was, uh, "Everybody here is broken." Mm. And in my mind, I'm like, "He about to tell me to stop feeling sorry for myself." Cause I felt like, yeah, that's what I was telling myself. Yeah, right? I, that's what I was telling myself. Stop feeling sorry for myself because you see these guys here, you know, I have this is nothing compared to you know a lot of these guys. Yeah. And but I was the only person that was upset, and I'm like, "Well, why am I like this? Why am I like this?" And he said, "Everybody here is broken," but he said. Broken crowns, colored can color too. That's right. And then he, I, I didn't get it when yeah. he first told me, but he would, you know, he would say it at different times, and it took a while for me to understand. Uh, I mean, the, you know, the aspect he's not just talking or just you know telling me something. Right. You know, this has it was it was it had it, had, it was uh, more authentic than you know what it sounded like. Yeah. You know, something as basic as crowns, you know, give me an analogy like that. Yeah. But then I started understanding more and more. And kind of like the other guy that I told you, all he said was, you never know unless you try. That's right. But if you can see the guy and see what he went through, yeah. that simple statement means something, you know, totally different. Somebody's had over 200 surgeries, you know. Yeah. Um, it's just, you know, things things mean different, but yeah. being able to relate. Like, you, I tell some people stuff. I've tell, told murder medical personnel, family members, or people, oh, man, tell me a cool story, or, or what's wrong with you? You know, tell me about your injuries, or you ever got hurt, or tell me about it. And then they might not know because they don't know how to deal with you. Right. And you might have told them a story that's close to your heart. And not that they brush it off, but it, it'll be, to a military member, Some you might feel like it's like a little disrespectful and uh, depending on how hard the story was for you to even open up and even tell anybody, mm. you know, that's that's hard by itself. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it, it hits you differently. <laughs> mm-hmm. But you don't have to worry about that with those guys. Yeah. Uh, everybody understands or yeah. whatever. Like, nobody even knew my story there. Nobody tried to even pressure me to say it for, like, several camps, a couple years or anything. They let me tell them on my own. Right. And uh, so now... I can honestly tell you, I wouldn't have rehabbed as much as I have right now if I didn't have that goal. You yeah. know, that's another thing. World Games give you a goal, right? To um, to supposed to inspire you to rehab. You know, work on your resiliency and stuff like that. 
However, sometimes you don't have a goal of, especially if you're in a dark place, what are you looking at? You know, you're not looking at a light or whatever. Mm. Uh, if you have that goal or that motivation, you know, some people need different motivations. That's right. It can be your wife yeah. or your family member, your children. But if you're in a, you're hurt, you know, uh, I'm not saying females don't go through it, but with men, you know, we want to be tough and, yeah. uh, you know, things like that. But if that's your bright spot, that'll get you down if you know you're physically unable, capable. Yes. if you're physically incapable to take care of them, yeah. that'll get you down worse. Right. So, you know, if that's your only bright spot or whatever, or if you had a hobby, maybe going to the gym or whatever, and you can't do that, or, you know what I mean? I'm right. saying yeah. discouraging. Yeah. 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 And, and you know, from our last podcast, when we talked about mental health, you know, what uh, she went through, she, you know, she would run marathons and, and do uh, Ironman. She broke her back. She had to find something new to, yeah. to get through. So, uh, it, you know, it, it sounded like, you know, you found these games to help you get through, yes. right? Yes, yes. Um, so what, you, you talked about the curse of both. So what events are you doing? Uh, well, this week, Monday, I did a uh, powerlifting, uh, which is basically bench press, but mm-hmm. it's, you don't have your legs bent. Okay. Uh, the competition bench is... Uh, made to be fair across the board. So because I was here, now that their bench go all the way like your legs are straight like you're on the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, because I was at the Pope Street Community Center gym, I used two benches to make it longer so I could put my feet on it, okay. strap your legs down. Uh, and you do that to make it fair for people that are uh, amputees or right. that's paralyzed. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, because yeah. if your legs on the ground, you can mm-hmm. use that to help uh, get an unfair advantage. Right, Okay. But don't don't let because you have legs make you think. Almost every event, like they're strong. They mm-hmm. like they're, they're strong in every event. Like sure. they're they're really. Uh, they don't let. They, I mean, they'll tell you don't feel sorry for them. Like if you try to help right. some of them. Mm-hmm. Or, I remember uh, one of the games I went to. It was like a guy. He was getting out of his uh, wheelchair, getting on a bench, and then somebody was trying to help him get on the bench, and he slapped their hand away. He, huh. he was like, he pushed himself up yeah. and scooted over on the bench by himself. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, you know, somebody not knowing the context of it. Yeah. You know right. what I'm saying? I understand because he's worked hard to get there. Right. You know, you know, he's prideful. And, 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 and that just might be part of his pregame or, or yeah. pre. I'm going to get myself out of this chair. If I can do this and I can do this by myself, I can lift that weight. Yeah. That could be going through his head. You don't know. Right. It might have taken him out of his game. You know, he might not trying to be rude. He never, like you said, you never know. Yeah. You know? Mm hmm. So well, you're doing the powerlifting. Hold on. Before we go past to the next event, uh, we can't skip past how much you lifted. So this somebody, doctor saying, can't do anything. You're done. Right. Give okay. it up with no legs. <laughs> what'd, you, what'd you bench? Uh, 315. 315. 315. Yeah. That's from all those push-ups he did. From, from exactly. His, uh, from when his DI Boot was camp. looking at him. Yeah. Oh, then push-ups he's done. Yeah, helped. <laughs> and held it for that about... jump started. You held it for about seven seconds. Did yeah. you? Yeah, because they, they, were, they were judging hard, and uh, I wanted to make sure they counted it. Wow. And it, and it wasn't that... It wasn't that... He I, made it look so easy. Yeah. I did the bar after he left. You did the bar? <laughs> and you were... Stri- and you were kind of like... I did 25. Hey, someone spot me. I got I to... I, I yeah. I'm doing the bar. Someone spot me. You know, if you, don't, you know if you pause, if you don't pause long enough... So I think the previous time, uh, like I had paused for like a couple seconds. It was like on the third second, and I went, and they were like, "It took, it was, it was too fast." So I wanted to make sure. So you that, paused. Yeah. Would you would, in your head? Did you count, or are you just like? Oh yeah, yeah, I counted. Yeah, I, would, counted, I counted in my head. What'd you get to? Uh, 
Like four. Four? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jason, I, 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 I've seen it. Jason sent to us. Oh, I, yeah, I did send it to it, you. I think it was longer than four. Yeah, it, looked, you, it looked like I even, well, I, four before I moved, before yeah, I pushed. Yeah. Four before I pushed. And then uh-huh. I think the spider, I, I was like, I didn't want to, my spider to touch it or anything. I yeah. was like, nope. I said, Don't nope. touch it. I said, nope. That's right. Because she said push. And I was like, nope. I went down here long enough. Yeah. I, I was stressing for you. I was like, hey, can you not? I was like, oh That's my what God. I was thinking. I was like, oh my God, you can't get it up. You, you know what I mean? And then also, like it was nothing. <laughs> okay. You know, because I'd never seen the competition before. Yeah. I didn't know, you know, you had to kind of pause before you. Well, you well you're supposed to bring it down. You're supposed to have control of it. Yeah. That's supposed to say push. However, some of the refs for their team members, you know, it was going pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but for like, I don't know if it was a lag in the Zoom or, or whatever. Mm. Like, uh, for some competitors, it seemed like a couple seconds, uh, you I know, that before they said push. And they be, maybe they were, maybe they were waiting on them to get in control with it. But I know I had control of my weight it when look, I brought it, it down. It looked like it, yeah. Uh, when I'm talking about a lighter weight, uh-huh. I know I had control of my weight that was lighter. Mm-hmm. And came up. So with that weight, I was like, you know what? I, I know I can hold it or whatever. I'm going to make sure. I don't, you know, this is my last third round. And right. I, you know, I'm just going to make sure that I'm going to go safe. Yeah, uh, the coach and you know a couple other people getting on me for not going heavier, but I was like I was just going safe. Mm-hmm. You know, I know I, I didn't want to get you know scratched or anything. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's good. So you did the what? Was it Monday? Lifting? You said what now? Powerlifting was Monday. Uh, yes, sir. Then, then what else you got? Um, I know I did. Uh, okay, you had archery, mm-hmm. uh, recurve. Um, that was yesterday. Okay. And what's the distance with? Archery, twenty five um, yards. It's twenty meters. Okay. Uh, however, in normal competition, I believe it's thirty. I know. I know when we uh, shoot at the camps, we they start us and then they move us to thirty. Oh. Okay. Uh, but for this, I'm thinking because everybody got to be in the you know the yard or something. Okay. But most people are using their garages, put the targets in the garages or something. Okay. They were putting. Uh, they said twenty yards, which I was surprised. Which hmm. was good if you're shooting thirty. So. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You ever but, shoot, Bo? A long time ago. A long time ago. But not a recurve. It's no. compound. I, I, I used to shoot uh, when I was younger. Yeah. I do a lot better with the bow than I do with the gun. A gun, yeah. <laughs> I hit <laughs> I hit my target. <laughs> yeah. Archery-wise, but not. Yeah. Not, no. Whatever. Well, let me tell you, with a compound, like, their competition is stiff. Like, everybody's in the bullseye. Like, yeah, if, that's if you're, cheap. like, out the bullseye a little bit. Done. Uh. Yeah, it's it's really really stiff. Yeah, they got weights on them. They got scopes on them. They got all sorts of fancy gadgets. Them recursive, and you, you gotta know what you're doing. You, yeah, like that's Robin beast. Hood, though. Yeah, yeah. Like when uh, the coach was working with me, uh, <laughs> I think the first time when I started hitting the target, not the big styrofoam thing behind it, but when I actually first started hitting the target, I was getting excited. Yeah, I, was, I mean that was a win for me. Right. The coach was like, "Yeah, that's good, but." Look now, you gotta get better now. Yeah, you know he was like he was, they, he was like laughing at me. He yeah. was like, "Why you keep laughing?" I said, "Cause I was hitting the paper." He said, "I thought that's why you was laughing." <laughs> hey, you let know, me have this win. Yeah, yeah. I mean? yeah. yeah. little yeah. by little. Yeah, and, uh, I was like, yeah, was I, like, "This crayon's coloring, man." Yeah, <laughs> let me get it in between you know? the lines. And then he was like, yeah. well, "Well, why you keep laughing about it?" And I was like, uh, "Well, I see the paper for the target, but I couldn't see the target on the paper." Yeah, because uh, that was one of my issues. Uh, actually, uh, I had uh, corneal transplants and stuff. <laughs> And I was like, uh, I couldn't see, especially like my blood pressure go up or something like that. I was like, I couldn't, like, he actually got me binoculars so I could s- look down and see 
what I'm hitting when I hit. You After know, you I, hit it, yeah. Yeah, so I, like if, when I shoot, when I hear it hit, that's how I would know. I wouldn't know where it hit. Wow. Yeah. Man, mm-hmm. that's amazing. You got basketball. You did basketball today, uh, right? Well, yeah, I did cycling this morning. Okay. Um, what's the, what, hey. what's cycling? Is that like on a bicycle or is that the rowing? Oh, like well, uh, well, you had different heats, different categories. We had hand cycles. Hand um, cycles. Hand cycles. Uh, it's like a three-wheel recumbent bike. But you, instead of pedaling with your uh, legs, you're I think I've with your seen hands. them on the road yeah. over in uh, St. Pete Clearwater. Guys, yes, like, like sits up and does. Yeah, huh. and they're zooming okay. too. Okay, they're, they're zooming. It, it requires a lot of endurance. Okay, and you, and you're pulling your body. You're pulling yeah. your body weight. It's not like, right. It's like okay. A, now I understand. Not like a pulley or something on there. Uh, so you had different heats, uh, different distances. You had hand cyclers. Uh, you had a recumbent bike. That's the category I was in. It's like a three-wheel bike, low to the ground, road bike, and uh pedal it with my legs. So for my category, uh, I came in second. Uh, so that's a silver silver medal. Congratulations, uh, man. That's awesome. Congratulations. That's great. Uh, well, I wasn't breaking any records. No. Well, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not skinny. That's a, that's a skinny person. Well, hey, uh, man. you got a silver medal. You, you get right. me out there every yeah. five pedals. I have to hit my inhaler. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? They have a special category for asthmatics. Well, that's actually why, why I was doing the uh, the event is uh, before I got to this point in my rehab, they were like, they want us to work on stuff that's going to make us stronger mm-hmm. as far as like what our challenge, whatever our physical challenges were. Yeah. So like they put me on a hand cycle first and it was too much. Like I couldn't hand cycle. Man, that thing wore me out. Mm. I was like, hey, you know what? I was in the room. I was yeah. like, there's no way I'm going outside with this. Right. If I'm tired in the room, just going to, no. Uh, so as I got better and some of my other injuries start healing, uh, the recumbent bike would make me work those areas. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so I tried the recumbent bike. It wasn't that bad. I went back several times. Uh, that's tr- true. You just probably, you probably could tell it from Bartow by this. I went back to my, the doctor that was giving me my classification, I was like, why well, can't I do the upright bike? And I was like, well, can I do the mountain bike? Or, and they just kept telling me no every time. So till when mm. I came back, I was like, well, why can't I do it? They were like, no, you do the recumbent or you're doing nothing based off your injuries. But I was like, I want to ride the big bike. Yeah, right. And they were like, no, 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 no. You got to ride that. Mm. But, it, but you know, it was like a, I was getting better, being motivated, you mm-hmm. know, pride thing. But they started laughing at me. So they were like, I did, it was like I didn't want to ride it. But now I'm on it. I don't want to ride on a regular bike. It's a little harder. It's at a different okay. angle. Okay. Uh, but I like it. I like it now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you don't have to worry about falling over. Right. Um, it's three wheels. Uh, it's a different angle. More more thigh work and stuff like that. You can't use your weight. Uh, but but I like. I've got used to it now. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Good deal. And I can and I can see doing it when I'm older. Uh, that's pretty much uh, a recumbent bike is for people with injuries. Uh-huh. So I on the trails around here. Uh, the, when, when in Bartow, or the Fort Freight, Fort Freight, yeah, yeah, yeah. You see dudes on that like the whole time, mm-hmm. or, the, or the Polk City Trail. Yeah, um, most recumbent bike riders that I meet, they either used to be like a upright bike rider, or mm-hmm. they have injuries or something like that, and they change to that because they have injuries. Yeah, there's oh, okay. a we got a uh, old retired Air Force guy who rides up and down our neighborhood. Mm-hmm. One of those, and that dude's moving. Yeah, yeah, busy now. Yeah, he's got his little f- flags flapping in the back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He just He's, he's gone. I have my flag. Yeah, do I you? I have my flag up there. Nice. I have my American flag up under my safety flag or whatever. Yeah. I'm going to do the tour of the tow this uh, Saturday. Yeah. 
We got that this going on Saturday, yeah. toe to toe. Mm-hmm. Is that Man. this weekend? Yes. I didn't know that. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. Good for you. Yeah. Absolutely. Man. Yeah. So you're doing the biking, you're doing the powerlifting, you're yeah. doing archery. the archery. Uh, this afternoon it was the basketball. Uh, and basketball. Uh, well, it's usually. Are you the whole team? No. <laughs> I say, you ain't. No. No. <laughs> now, if you see those guys play, they're yeah. moving. Uh, however, since uh, the World Games wasn't in person, mm-hmm. uh, they wanted to come up with something that everybody could do. Uh, from you know, from where they were, and they came up, you know, just a shooting challenge. Uh, okay. and, you know, time sets. Yeah. Uh, time sets from different predetermined places uh, on like the a, court. Yeah. Like a three point thing. Like, like no, 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 not that far. Oh. Because okay. everybody's in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. So, oh, uh, so, okay. so, like, kind of like the powerlifting. Uh-huh. So for me to do the challenge, I had to sit in a uh, wheelchair, or I had to get a chair. Which uh-huh. I, I had a rugby chair actually. Uh, okay. And then you shoot from the locations where they tell you to shoot from, okay. and it was and it was timed. Right. So uh, now normal basketball, you're going full court, yeah, pushing yourself on your arms, and that is very very tiring. Like I bet. And it, but it's fun. They're rough. You know, uh, you're bumping yeah. and competitive. Yes, yeah. it's real competitive. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's really it's really uh. So that was this afternoon. It's I'm I'm more. Where did you uh, do that at? Here in Bartow? Yes, at uh the rake. Really? Uh, yeah. Bartow was able to hold that from, huh? Yeah. That's great. So, was, uh, did you set that up, Jason? No? Had nothing to do with it. No? I'm okay. just here to support him. All right. on the podcast. Okay. He, he knows about it. I, I know him. about yeah. it. I yeah. know about it. I ran into that's how we, that's how I found out the story, and yeah. I ran into him at the weight room. Yeah, that's amazing. So, so uh, did uh, basketball this afternoon and uh, Friday. I'm going to throw the shot put. I'm going to try to throw the shot. Put. So you're not just the the one sport athlete. You've got like five. Well, not really. <laughs> uh, I actually, um, I wasn't on the powerlifting team with them. Okay. Uh, however, I, a lot of people dropped out of the competition because it wasn't going to be in Orlando. Mm. Um, or they weren't available at the right times, you know, things like that. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and I was feeling better. Right. I'm going to tell you, eight months ago, six months ago, mm. five months ago, matter of fact, I would say probably until the last couple months, that I wouldn't even try it. Really? Because, I mean, I'm not talking about I might have a good day, but I might have, like, four bad days or something, you know, yeah. days where I can't hardly, you know, walk and fall and, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah. so like, I, God has been good to me, you know, yeah. Yeah, and, I, and I felt good. Uh, I was like, put my name on there for the powerlifting. They were like, well, so how much you going to lift? I said, I don't know. We'll I, figure it out. Yeah, I said, I haven't lifted heavy. I don't even know how much I can lift. Yeah. You know, I've been training or whatever. Uh, I got a pretty good idea, but you know, I was like, I, I'll just, I'll just wing it. I'll do enough. I won't, I won't be last. Yeah, good for um, you. So, same thing with like shot put. I was, I had like maybe well, I think I had three, sur- three, three hernia surgeries. Damn. Had a couple, couple last year. Uh, so I didn't really want to do the the uh, shot put. They asked me to do it in like. Uh, Maybe early in the year, mm-hmm. and, uh, and I was like, "Well, early in the year, I was less than a year from when I had my surgeries and stuff." Wow! So like now, I felt better, and I felt stronger than I even thought I was gonna be. Wow! Um, I was, you know, I'm trying to walk and live, you know. Yeah. Talking about throwing the shot put, so that's I told amazing. Him, I told him no then, but this time I felt like I was like, you know what? I said, "Hey, I'll try it." Right. You know, I. You know, you. remember, you know, I mm-hmm. did it a little bit in high school or whatever, yeah. and I was like, I'll try it. You know, yeah. but yeah. before I wouldn't even try stuff, and, I, and then I like the guy I told you about. Right. He, I, and it's like I can hear him like sometimes when he was like, "You never know unless you try." Yeah. 
Yeah. Now, if it's something I know I can't do, that's different. Sure. Right. Uh, now, I'm, I'm going to tell you, it's, it's a different. But if it's right. something that, you know, you can try or whatever, it's like, who knows, I might not be able to do it later. Yeah. You know, so, um, I, you know, you do your best. Yeah. Let's um, try it. Give it a go. See, yeah. what I, yeah. see how you, I can you, do. You do your best. If you, but if you don't do your best, well. that's on you because you don't know. Right. Yeah, but, but you know, like you said, you just you, you're using it as rehab, and yes, you know, and and that's the, you know you can get better by you know practicing. Yes, mm-hmm. you know, yes, so with like anything. Now, uh, originally, I was only supposed to be doing like recurves, um, the recurve and cycling. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as I was getting you know better, I think the last camp, which was in Tampa, I believe in June, I went to uh, asked me to come to the wheelchair basketball and wheelchair rugby practice. And I had a ball. I bet. Yeah. So then on, I was like, I got to get me a chair so I can build my endurance mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. But it was awesome. Like rugby, you know, regular rugby. Yeah. I just think of. Dan is about the regular rugby. Yes. Yeah. Like the, the chair has bars around it. You can hit people. Like, you know, <laughs> I can imagine. Can I can only imagine. Yeah. Me too. Bully ball. But it's, it's you still. You can move people out the way. You can block people. Is it still the kind of the same, you know, type of ball? They still use the same ball? You still get a pass backwards. Uh, I believe we use yes. You still pass backwards, but we use like a like it's almost like a volleyball. Like oh, so it, it's it's round. It, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, I'd have to check that out. That sounds. There's just no kick, there's watch. no kicking or whatever. You know, you just bring yeah, it from yeah, bounds. Yeah, yeah. We have plays and you know sure. and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's a combination of rugby and, and football. Yeah. Oh, okay. And you get so, in, you know, the goals. Yeah, your defensive yeah. players. You know, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, I want to check that out. That sounds yeah. fun. Oh, it was it was a ball. Yeah. They, they got me in. <laughs> I, I mean, to say how tired I was and wore out, and for me to still want to do it, yeah, yeah, I, I had a blast. Rugby is a fun time. Rugby is a right, you know, everybody's a good time. Yeah, we uh, we have a guy guy up here a couple weeks back, Dave. Um, he plays rugby, and I was I played with him for a little bit too. I'm, but he went over to Australia, didn't he? Yeah, he, yeah, in Papua New Guinea to play. Yeah, he a marine. Yeah, yeah. Well, when I was in processing, the coach the coach was like. What are you doing? I need you to come to rugby. <laughs> <laughs> then, hey, we have an empty spot here. Yeah. All right, Anthony, You'd be perfect for it. The bench is three fifteen. Yeah, Anthony, sign him up. Yep, it is an empty spot here. All right, you know, it's your put Anthony's name there. Yeah. He'll do it. Well, well, no, I, I didn't go. I didn't go. Oh, you didn't. Go. We were in, like in processing. It was like our introduction <laughs> part, and uh, our coach was like, you know, they have you doing too much stuff. They're like, you do too much. You can't really concentrate on, yeah, you know, whatever. So I kind of like stayed. You know, out of sight, out of mind. Next thing you know, uh, one of the other coaches, I mean, maybe the field coach, track and field coach, somebody came to the archery practice and they were like, you need to go to rugby. <laughs> <laughs> you need to go to wheelchair basketball. They were like, just come over there. You ain't got to play. Yeah. Just like, you ain't got to play. But all the guys, when I went, they were like, you didn't fall for the you ain't got to play thing, did you? Like, so literally, I wasn't even in there five seconds when they had me in the chair. Yeah. Like, <laughs> They were like, you didn't fall for the <laughs> yeah. how to play thing, right? Yeah. They were like, oh, sure. just get in the chair. Let's see how it works out. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, okay, they're blowing the whistle. You got on the jersey. They're blowing the whistle. And like, I thought you just told me to try it out. They were like, yeah, yeah try it out in there. Yeah, go ahead, go. So, like, <laughs> put me in, coach. <laughs> yeah. After Baptism each, by fire. Yes. Yeah, basically, because like, yeah. it was like in the middle of their scrimmaging and stuff. And you're trying to, you know, they're, uh, your teammates or other people, they're trying to tell you stuff. The, the coaches are telling you stuff, you yeah. know, in the middle of the game. Yeah. Or, you know, or, <laughs> I'm or, just trying to control this chair. I mean, the first time I've ever right. been there. Yeah. yeah. Or while they're taking the ball out, they're like, yeah. hey, next time we go down, we're going to do this. Or we, we want you to play defense right now. Or Ram, this, this I'm not going to say this is how they got me, but at the beginning, 
the, the coach was like, I just want you to go down there as fast as you can, and I want you to hit that person and knock him off that There block. you go. I, I kid you not. <laughs> Heck yeah. I, Sign I, me I, up. I just want you to hit that person and knock him off. I said, how does I want to? Yes, just knock him off the block. There you go. Yeah, and then you move him. So what that does is then uh, your person on offense, can, that they have their defense set up. Mm-hmm. And you're moving It's like certain places. It's advantageous to you. to uh, You can just go in and nobody can't keep you from going in. Right. Yeah, so mm. it'd be like, you know, so they can that's score easier. Neat. Okay. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty cool. And yeah. just a, a little simple thing that we were discussing, you know, <clears throat> you grow up shooting basketball all your life. Right. And, and you got, whether you're a good shooter or not, right. you have your art that you put on the shot. But when right. you transfer into the chair, yeah. it's a totally, I mean, so you were shooting around the, the remember when you used to play that game? What, what we call yeah, that horse, game? Horse. Horse. Yeah. Or, you know, go around the key. Around the world. But Around the world. But yeah. you. It's a totally different shot. Well, yeah, you, you, well, you're putting your body into it too. It's like shooting mean? a three pointer. Yeah. Like a free throw is a three pointer because well, you yeah. got to put that much arc on yeah. it. Well, you can't put your body into it. You're That's in right. You're That's the, what I'm saying. It's totally different. So, you like to get the ball over the the rim, you have to like shoot the ball yeah. like like way, way arcing higher yeah. uh, in order to get it in. Or like when I was really close, uh, I learned, I was like, I noticed this one guy, uh, Logan, he always go up and shoot an underhand layup and he bounces out the backboard backboard and I was like I always try to try to shoot overhand mm-hmm. so it was really really hard to shoot just trying to shoot it straight in the, that high arc when mm-hmm. I was telling you mm-hmm. yeah. so for all the close shots all of everyone today I shot I banked it off the, the backboard because it's, you know it's hard you're at a different yeah. angle yeah, yeah. so it's easy for you to bank it and okay. you know to go in and you know just to shoot the regular shot yeah wow yeah that's also what you're doing yeah absolutely yes. and absolutely we, we, what we need to do is get the links to, you know, on our Facebook and Instagram, yes. so we can, um, so even if you could share, you know, you know the website where you hooked up to, if, even if there is a website, yeah. you know, or or the the numbers or something, then we can get out there because I'm sure right. you, you know, someone you know, we don't have a listener or there might be a family member yeah. that that they could pass that on to yes, that they is, don't know open. about that. Yeah, any veteran, yeah. Uh, active duty or veteran, uh, the only rules are. Uh, it's like a percentage for active duty to veterans. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if you retired or you didn't retire. Just being a veteran, right? Um, if you oh, if you have a Purple Heart, you can do it more times. Okay, you, you're not limited to being able to do it like so many times. Okay, uh, and not count. You can go to camp many times. Right. But I'm saying to actually go to you, you have to make the team. Right, they don't just put you on the team. Okay, some of the guys go to camps and they're like really competing and uh, they don't make the teams and stuff. Right, oh, wow. but but there's still that part of like you said that, you know, those stories that got you motivated yes. to get you yes. in. You know, it, it, they make the team, but they but they might have something might have got them to get there and get past whatever roadblock they had in their head. Yes, y- yes. you know what I mean. Yes. So is it the DOD Warrior or is there other uh, another organization well, uh, that 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 helps you through the camp? You, you know what I mean. Me, uh, myself, just saying if somebody don't know anything, yeah, I would contact each your branches, uh, like your equivalent to the, the Wounded Warriors. Right. Uh, because that's who actually uh, is the POC in each branch for the Warrior Games. Okay. Uh, actually, uh, that's who you'll be going through. That They'll be the ones reaching out to you. They'll have a section just, that's just dedicated to Warrior Games and, you know, rehabbing you, you know, and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, but they, But it won't just be that. When you get to them, 
Uh, they're always going to have like all different types of resources for suicide, mm-hmm. homelessness. If you need this, if you need somebody to look over your benefits, and so they're gonna they're gonna they're, when you see them, it's not just about warrior games. Okay, they're yeah. gonna want to ask you, do you have any need? Uh, so they're you know they're gonna go down, say hey. Yes, war games is awesome, but we have all of these resources for you. Right. Uh, some DOD, some military, some right. government, but it's a lot of non-government resources and things like that, whether it's medical or not. Right. Uh, counselors, uh, you name it, non-profits. Like, yeah. it's non-profits that do, like, awesome things. Uh, they, you know, they take you on uh, trips, and while you're on the trips, they have people, you know, talking to you, mentoring you, encouraging you, you know, things yeah. like that. That's amazing. Yes. That is amazing. Yeah, we'll, we'll have that to get that up there. Website yeah. so they can reach out. Yeah. That's great. That is. But pretty much they know most of, like, the nonprofits, they're the ones who know most of them, like, per, per branch. Yeah. We, we thank you, man. Yes, thank, thank you. Thank you for your service. True thank is, you for true, coming in. True inspiration right there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. True inspiration. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, and I thank you for sharing your stories with us. Yes. yes. yes well, you know? I, I, I could honestly say when I first went to the World Games camp, there's no way I would like talk talk with you guys about that. Like it took a lot of those guys working on me, sure. coaches like the archery coach. He probably was the coach that worked on me the, the most, but like the athletes and stuff. It took a lot of working on to even get me to open up, right? And start like I'd get emotional just trying to even say, hey, hey, you know what they said? Hey, yeah. stop saying you can't. Yeah. Because the first time I'd be like, I can't do that. I can't do that. So do you think you're at a point right now where you could actually mentor somebody else? Uh, Yes. I try to tell them my stories. If I see, like, things in them or I try to tell them my stories or whatever they, you know, to, like, motivate them uh, or encourage them, you know, uh, things like that. Uh, Especially if I see them in the same place that I was. Yeah. That's a wonderful worry. They did a lot for you. That's amazing. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's, it's. Yeah. To some people, it might not seem like a lot, like a lot. No. Like, but like, if you're in that right place, it's mm-hmm. like yeah. just what it's like. It's like a team of people that's just like sure. You. Yeah, because there's some people that never find that. Yeah. Right. And they don't. Know they nothing. use a different escape, and then you know they're not here anymore. Yeah. Right. You, you know what I mean? So it's something positive. No, it's awesome yeah. when they start calling people that's not even there trying to get a resource to help you. That's when you see that, yeah. and how much people care and stuff like that. Yeah, that make you feel better. Yeah. Right, that make you hey, you know that re- oh somebody does care about me. Yeah, you're not you alone. Know? Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, absolutely. Guys, that was almost an hour and a half. Wow. Hey. I'm sorry about that. No, you no good. <laughs> well, oh yeah, go ahead. Uh, no, I was talking about the tour of the toe. Yes. Just speaking of Barto, I'm I'm sorry. I no, you're good. Ask no, you're y'all good. about it. Uh, there's gonna be a, a cleanup Barto uh, Barto cleanup. I believe the next weekend mm-hmm. at seven o'clock. Harvard wreck also, but most times when I've heard that people hear it, I mean, uh, it's always after the fact, and they always say, Oh, I didn't know yeah. about it, you know, okay. things like that. Um, they're at Carver Wreck now, but they're supposed to be like going to uh, that's the meetup meet up place, right? But uh, in the future, they would like pick sections of Bartow and like work on sections mm-hmm. of Bartow, but in it, but uh, you know, the stuff it's, it's more about getting the community involved and that's stuff right. like that, and try to you know have more pride. You know, you see the trash, get out and pick it up type thing. Yeah. Uh, there'll be drinks and, uh, you know, I'm not going to say, you know, what type of food or whatever. Sure. Uh, you know, safe precautions and stuff like that. And they'll just do like a section. They're not, can't do, we don't have enough people 
to do a full bar tour right now. But right. Hopefully to get it where maybe a section or organization will sponsor a part of bar tour or street or, you know, something right. like that on those high traffic areas, mm-hmm. you know, like nice. side of 60, side of 17, you know, st- you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Good, stuff. Good thing. Absolutely. So, it, it, you know, when you listen to this podcast, you know, next week, this weekend, we get the, the tour of toe if you want to ride your bike, right? Right. Yes, sir. Yes, and then the weekend mm-hmm. after that's clean, clean up, up bar toe. Right. Part of it. Plenty to do. Yeah. Plenty I to need do. need POCs for it or need POCs for cleaning uh, uh, up bar toe or no? I yeah, we, we can we, put that on we, the website. Do I, I think the... Um, Get with the city clerk. I think they have that up there. Yes, yes. It'll be uh, the yeah, commissioners. The I believe. Uh, yeah. Commissioner mm-hmm. uh, Githers, he's going to be there. Yeah. I know okay. Commissioner uh, Longworth, uh, a couple of them. Uh, yeah. Tanya. Uh, Tanya. Uh, Tucker. Tucker. Yes. I, I don't know if she's coming to this one, but I know she's she's, yep. she's like really involved. I, I don't know if she's coming. I know she came to like uh, sure. some others. Yeah. Good yeah. deal. Good stuff. Yeah, it's something we, we have to get you to run for commission. Well. Yeah. You know. Well, that's one thing about, uh, that's why I came not to be a commissioner. But I'm saying, you know, you care about, you know, we have pride in where we came from and stuff like that. Correct. And a lot of older people got older. Right. Or whatever. And, yeah. you know, we're at that age where, uh, you know, it's, you know, you can complain about something or you can try to, That's you right. know, try to do something about it. But we're at that age where it's our turn. It's not like. Yeah, you take the helm. Done. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. instead of complaining about it, you know, you try to do what you can. If that's picking up trash alone, whatever, you know, whatever, yeah. or going to support a cause or mm-hmm. if something's happening in Bartow. I'm going to go way to Tampa and Orlando and Miami and I can go to the tour to toe here. Right. You know, riding Bartow, support Bartow. Yeah, support uh, your community. Your grandparents did a great job. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. 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 I, I appreciate uh, it. Yeah. I second that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I like the Bartow the stores and like the yeah. the places that are only in Bartow, the people, stuff like that. Local. And you know, city, everybody's too busy. Great little town. Yes. <laughs> So we wait hour and a half. You said hour and a half. Sorry, good right. deal. No, you're no, good. No, you're good. No, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you you get to twenty minutes and you're like, oh, the hour and a half is great, great show. Yeah. I don't <laughs> even think it was like an hour and a half. Yeah, it just doesn't. flew by. Yeah, listen to stories and yeah, you know, good things. Absolutely. Well, you know, once again, we thank you, Anthony. You know, yes, you are an inspiration, you. And, and I'm sure you know people will hear this, and hopefully, one person, even if it's just one person, says, you know what, I'm going to do that. Yes, sir. This, this is the type of, you know, what I needed. Yes, sir. And, and, I, and I hope that, that that happened, you know? Yes, for sure. So, I um, don't know. Nope. And what, thank you, Jason, for... Uh, hey. Yeah, thank you. For, no problem. For, you know, looking us up. 20th episode, right? 20th 20. episode. Hey. Longest episode. We're going to keep moving along. That's a special episode, too, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. I appreciate you having me, guys. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Come back anytime. Yes, yeah. sir.